You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, Winky Wednesday edition. My guest today, Mr. Nick Winkler, joining me to look back a little bit at some past 49ers drafts. I think it's fair to start to look back and grade. I know a lot of people, I, and we're still doing it, kind of grading what went down with the 49ers this year in the 2021 draft. But really, as they say, three years is what it takes. So let's go back three years. Let's go to the 2018 draft. I think we can make some actual declarations about what these prospects have become and how these picks turned out and grade how well the 49ers did in the 2018 draft. We'll maybe go back a little further too in coming weeks here on Winky Wednesdays. You can find me on Twitter at BD Peacock. Keep those questions coming, whether it's for a Winky Wednesday or any other podcast, any old day of the week. I've still got some film reviews coming on some of the 49ers draft picks and uh, who knows where this offseason will take us let's bring on today's guest and talk about where this offseason could go and where past offseasons did go nicholas winkler come on down nicholas how are you sir Good, buddy. I'm getting excited for rookie minicamp, man. That's going to be fun to to see some uh, video of guys running around with. What, did they get to wear helmets or no? I can't remember what the rules are. I, I think there's no contact involved. I think they finally yeah. just get to get out on the field and start running the plays they've been sort of learning about so far. But it's going to be fun times. Rookie minicamp. Then there's OTAs. Then there's a mandatory minicamp. And then things shut down again for about six weeks until training camp starts. But we'll see if the mandatory minicamps actually even happen. I think a lot of the offseason and players are in the building all the time right now. And I think a lot of the offseason programs are, are going off without a hitch. And even though there were some teams that looked like players and, the, and statements were issued, right, that some players wouldn't be showing up. And most people, it sounds like, have been showing up to these things, but we'll find out if the NFLPA and the league come up with something and maybe we'll have another offseason that's not quite full go or maybe it'll have to do with mandatory vaccinations or something. I have no idea how this is going to look, but as of now, that's the plan. And then, of course, uh, we'll find out later Wednesday about the schedule release for the 49ers that I will cover later on this week, and we can talk a little bit more about that next week, Nick, and find out exactly who and when uh, these teams will be facing off. So it's going to be fun. We, We are... We are now into the post-draft portion of the offseason, and things do get a little bit lean, but there's still plenty to talk about. And we always find stuff, and maybe in June we'll we'll do another one of our weird drafts where we draft players or uh, condiments or some kind of food. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we could put that out there. If you guys think of something you want us to draft, let us know. Send us a, a Twitter <laughs> tweet or you know yeah, something like tweet. that. Send us, send us one of those things on the Internet. Send us a Twitter tweet. Yeah, please do. Twitter tweet me all day. I think we do have some questions like that, by the way, which we should talk about oh, at the end perfect. of today's show. But first, let's uh, get into the 2018 NFL draft for the 49ers. And it started with a surprising selection because we didn't know the 49ers were going to need an offensive tackle, but they had a trade in the works to send Trent Brown away to the Patriots, and they ended up drafting Mike McGlinchey in round one ninth overall the big lean left tackle from 
Notre Dame, they ended up playing right tackle with the 49ers. I don't know if you want to grade each pick individually and then make a total grade for the entire class, but uh, I think it's interesting that Mike McGlinchey now is, I feel like he's been on the team for 17 years, not three years, right? It's kind of crazy. (laughs) Right. It does feel that way, right? I remember we did this. This was the live draft that we did uh, in San Francisco. I think it was at the 4th and Gold podcast, yes, guys, right? with the 4th and Gold guys, with Dylan and Eric Crocker, and we were live in San Francisco at a bar watching the draft. That was a fun little event. That'd be cool to do another live draft event next year when we can actually be around people and, and have libations yeah. together. That would be fantastically fun. That was a really cool event. It's probably still online to view it somewhere, right? The video of that, that was a lot of fun, and, and that picked through us all for a loop. Yeah, we were all sitting there. I remember I was yelling for Harold Landry. I was like, go get Harold Landry. He's that outside rusher, (laughs) you know. Yeah, and I was just like, wait, McGlinchey? Well, because it's amazing because remember the 49ers, at that point, we was like, are you going to draft any pass rushers? Right. And then it's become a team that they like pass rushers more than anything. But at first, they just didn't want to draft any for a while. I was like, all right, when are you going to take a stinking pass rusher? And they didn't take any in this draft until – the fourth round with Kentavious Street coming off of a torn ACL who hasn't really given the 49ers much. I think we know what kind of grade we could give that pick right now and then Julian Taylor later on in the draft. But this was a team that was in huge need of edge players. And then all of a sudden, Eric Armstead playing really well and obviously DeForest Buckner inside. Then you add in the same offseason the next year, D Ford with Nick Bosa. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, this is a stacked position. But man, they neglected it for a while. Yeah, they really did, and we were, like, McGlinchey just was nowhere on our radar, because like you said, they didn't, you know, they, they still had Trent Brown, like, you know, there was there was no need for them to go out and, and sign a tackle, and, you know, as I'm looking at McGlinchey, like, it's hard to, you really hate the pick, I mean, it was a high pick, uh, but he's, he's a tackle, he started almost every game, like, he's barely missed any time, and yeah, there's times when he doesn't look great, but... I, oh, I don't know. It, that's a hard one to draft for me, too. And it, it also, I'm a little gun-shy, too, with, with uh, Aaron Banks this year, you know, because they're both Notre Dame guys. You know, it's like, oh, the last <laughs> Notre Dame lineman that we drafted, you know, is oh, he can, he can be kind of a swinging door, you know, sometimes, <laughs> like, or a swinging gate. Uh, so, you know, it's a little hard for me. But if you, like, if you made me pick a grade on McGlinchey right now, I'd probably say B-minus. You know, just because of how much he's been in there, he is he is very good at, at you know, his run blocking, right? I mean, there, there's a yeah. part of this guy's game that's actually pretty solid. Half of his game has been very good. He's been one of the league's best run blocking uh, offensive tackles. He's gotten beat too much as a pass blocker, though, and yeah. that's where you make your money as an offensive tackle. And when he was drafted, it was like, okay, I thought he was more of a late-round guy, late-round one, early-round two type of a player. They draft him in the top ten, and so to me, I, I can't give him – I think he gets a passing grade, so for me it's a C, but I don't think I can give him a B or anything like that just because of how high they drafted him. You draft the top 10 offensive tackle, you expect someone that could probably play left tackle for you, first right. of all. that That's usually a bad sign. It's like, well, we have to move him to right tackle. I'm like, oh, you, you have to? Okay. Um, and then if if you're not a great pass blocker and you're not going to play at a, at a pro bowl and all pro type level and you're a top 10 pick that you know it's hard to give that a really good grade and Mike Nicholas, you still has plenty of time to bounce back and play better than he did last year but I don't mm-hmm. like the trend and and I didn't like the way he played last year and I know some of his 
sacks he gave up and sometimes when he got beat they were high profile and you know they were just glaring and you see uh they they just stuck out so much more than some of his more consistent plays and it doesn't stick out as much as some of his run blocking does on the on the plus side but overall McGlinchey felt like a, a bit of a reach then and feels like a bit of a reach now when you look back on it um but he's a solid pick that has been a starter and consistently been in the lineup and at that point it's like if you could say that for every 49er they would have been a playoff team last year yeah that's a great point I mean yeah it's the guy who started day one you know he came in and yeah you want that with your top 10 draft picks you want that with probably your first round draft picks you know you want guys that that are going to get in there and contribute and you know I know they brought him in and, and him and Staley were best buds and he was kind of supposed to be the heir apparent to Staley and you know we obviously see what happened there. Um, but yeah, I, I could see why you'd give him a C. For me, the B- is strictly because of how positive his, his run game has been. But you're right. You know, pass blocking has, has definitely been, been poor. Poor at best. <laughs> you, can't, you can't really say anything good about his pass game at this time. Hopefully, you know, he's put in the time here in the offseason. They picked up his fifth-year option, so that's two more years. We're going to have a McGlinchey here at right tackle. So let's hope he has a, a pretty good offseason and comes back ready and focused. The second-round pick. Uh, things... Fell off the rails a little bit in round two. Not only did they draft the player who was off the roster uh, very soon after. I, did he, wait, was it year two? Year two? No, it was year three, right? He, it was made, last it to, year. he made it to last year. Was he? Gosh, see, that's yeah. what's crazy with the NFL. Because you think, cause it was funny, the Jed York stuff talking about Trey Lance. Like, oh, man, maybe he could sit for two years even. It's like, God, 2023 is an eternity from now. Like, I can't even fathom what that means in football time. <laughs> and this is that's crazy because I feel like Mike McGlinchey's been on the team for 17 years. And I feel like Dante Pettis has been, was released like three years ago. But he was well, just barely drafted because his second season, he was relegated to the bench. He wasn't even that's dressing true. most of the time. Yeah, and they're, the 49ers aren't that far from a Super Bowl appearance. I forgot yeah. about that. So, yeah, that feels like an eternity ago as well, right? Yeah, it just it, it just feels weird to me. I just feel like they didn't use him properly. You know, he was this great kick returner in, in college, and you thought, okay, this is kind of what he's going to be doing for the 49ers. He's going to be a gimmick player. They're going to get him the ball, get in space, and just kind of let him move around because he's shown that that's what he could do, and I just don't think they ever did that with him. He was... Hmm. He was a player that frustrated me when he was drafted just because I didn't think he was the best wide receiver there. And the 49ers, certainly I didn't see the need to trade up to get him. And those two picks right there, back-to-back, where I was thinking, okay, well, what, what, who's... I was starting to be like, okay, this is the second year of what are you guys doing? You're valuing these players wrong. And and I was getting a little bit worried about Kyle Shanahan. It's like, okay, why are you trading up for Dante Pettis? What do you see on him? Okay, well, let's, let's give him a shot. And then he, at the end of his rookie season, he had the, those four touchdowns and that little stretch. He's like, okay, now yeah. I'm seeing something. They started to feature him a little bit. And then year two, he fell off the map again. And he never mm-hmm. showed that ability as a returner that he showed in college. And I think when things got condensed – And I think that's a big problem for wide receivers is when you're more athletic than the people around you, things look really easy when there's a lot of space at the high school and college level. When things get more more condensed, can you win dirty? And Dante Pettis clearly couldn't. No, that is like the last term I would use to describe Dante Pettis mm-hmm. as dirty. He's more, much more of a finesse, get down, alligator arms. Like he, I don't know if he likes contact at all, which you know I don't either. So contact I get that, is but not I'm not a great thing. To play in the yeah. NFL. 
Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to go this route. You know, I'm, the guy had nine career punt returns in college, like an NCAA record. And it just, you never saw it. Like you, you, like you said, there was that small glimpse kind of at the end of his rookie season where you're like, okay, all right, here we go. And he had a lot of hype going into season two. I know in fantasy drafts, people were taking him very high, you know, with the anticipation that, that the 49ers were, you know, going to be, be ready to go. You know, Garoppolo, he was not that guy. And, and so if I'm giving grades out here, this is a, a D minus. Like it's, it's not a complete fail because, you know, you saw like a little glimpse of it there in his rookie season, you're like, okay, yeah, there's something there. Uh, and he just, I don't think he ever put in, put in the time in the offseason. Like, I don't think he ever really, truly is passionate about football because he didn't seem like that kind of guy. So D-minus for me, for Pettis. Yeah, ben, essentially, if a player that was traded up for in round two doesn't finish their rookie contract with the team and it's not because they got something for him, it's just because they you know, sent, didn't want kicked him. him to the curb and, and, and straight up released him. Uh, that's an F for me. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's definitely an F pick. And I don't know what that, I can't even remember what they traded to get up. It might've been a lot. It might've been a little, it might've been a really good player, but the 49ers have been pretty good in the middle of rounds too. So when people, you know, say, ah, they didn't give up that much. It was only a third rounder or a fifth rounder. Well, you know what that third rounder could become? The next player we're going to talk about. That's where the fortunes changed for the 49ers with their 2018 draft next. Now that the NFL draft is over, you can go find win totals at betonline.ag. How did teams improve? Do you think a certain team's chances to win the Super Bowl next year have changed? Win some money on it at betonline.ag. They've also got some fresh odds on Offensive Rookie of the Year. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, second, tied with Trey Lance. Kind of like Zach Wilson at 7-1. to one. Kyle Pitts, 11-1 to one on the defensive side for Rookie of the Year next season. Micah Parsons leads that at 4-1. to one. Jalen Phillips, 7-1. to one. J.C. Horn and Patrick Sertan at 10-1, to one, along with Zayvon Collins. And the second rounder, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, one of the steals of the draft, in my opinion, 12-1 to one odds. NBA, NHL, Major League, baseball, table games, poker. All you got to do to get involved in the action is head to the website at betonline.ag or the mobile app. Use promo code Locked On when signing up to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Nick, did you come through with the trade? I did. I used okay. the internet thing that we were talking about yeah. earlier. Yeah, so the 49ers got that second-round pick, so 44th overall, and a 2018, so same season, fifth-round pick in exchange for their second-round pick, which was 59th, and a third-round pick. So it essentially cost them two rounds to move up to, to, get, uh, to get Pettis. So, yeah, not, not, not a ton, but at the same time, like, yeah, that's, that's a big fail. Sorry, it was, uh, they traded a second and a third to get a second and a fifth back? Correct. Okay, gotcha. And it was 59th and 44th, so they, it was quite a bit, you know, it's 15 spots. 15 spots, Difference yeah. in each round. Do you know who the player was that was drafted with either of those a, picks they gave up? Oh, that is a good question. With, uh, with the second-round pick at so, 59th. Yeah, who was drafted at their original second-round spot, and then who was the pick with the extra third that they gave up? Because we'll find out in a minute who, and we already know, who that <laughs> fifth-rounder was. Right, right. Okay, yeah, let's take a look here. Let's see, pick 59... Let's see. While you look at it, I am going to talk about... Uh, I got it. It's Darius Geis, so not a whole lot oh, there. Oh, Darius Geis, who busted yeah. out of the league. James That's... Washington with the 60th pick, in case you're wondering. James DJ Washington. Shark with the 61st. Yeah, DJ Shark. That was a big one. It was DJ Shark, and it was um, the, the Cowboys wide receiver, who I really liked a lot. I had them both well above 
Dante Pettis that year. Who am I blanking on? Who is the Cowboys wide receiver? He was drafted either late two or early three that year. Let's take a look here. Gallup. Michael Cowboy. Gallup. Michael Gallup. That's who it was. Yep, yep, Gallup. And he yeah. is solid. Oh, yeah. I can see why like, my, it was, I liked Michael Gallup a lot. DJ Chark just had too much. And uh, it was for a while, it was like, well, does, does Kyle Shannon just not like tall, fast, wide receivers? Right? It's, <laughs> it's kind of still. Middle of the third for Gallup. Middle of the third for Gallup. Okay. So, yeah, both of them I had much higher than Dante Pettis. And I like Dante Pettis okay. But, yeah, I just didn't see the need. Like, why was he such a standout? To move right. up to get him. That, that is going to be a head scratcher for a long time. And the, the 49ers had a couple of those head scratchers moving up to get Shanny's guys early on. We'll see if Shanahan has figured it out with his trade up guys. It looks good for Brandon Ayuk, and obviously Trey Lance is super talented. So uh, if it doesn't work out with Trey Lance, then he's not going to get a chance to do that again, especially with first rounders, because they're not going to have any first rounders he's going to get to use because he won't have a job anymore if that doesn't work out. But I think it is going to work out because I like Trey Lance a lot. I, I, I mean, I don't know value wise, but. Trey Lance is a really good player. Anyway, we're talking about 2018 today. Let's not go down that. People get mad at me when I talk about the 49ers. That that, that I didn't really like the trade up to number mm-hmm. three. They they gave up too much. People people don't like that. They like, did. They did give up a lot. I, I, like, I understand, but I liked it. John Lynch admitted that he overpaid. By the way, yeah. So that's oh, not yeah. coming from me. That's coming from the actual league. Um, Fred Warner. That is a flat out A, right? Like you can't give him anything less than an A for Fred Warner, All Pro Fred, round three, pick number seventy overall. He was this overhang outside linebacker, almost strong safety in college, six foot three, could cover, he could fly around the field. And they said, you know what? Not only are we not are we going to draft this guy in round three and make him an outside linebacker, we're actually going to make him an inside linebacker, and he's going to be a superstar on our defense and call the plays from day one, even with our first-round linebacker in Reuben Foster on the team. Fred Warner has been just a stud from day one. It keeps getting better and better. I mean, I just love this guy on and off the field. There's nothing bad you can say about Fred Warner. No, no. I mean, you give him an A, I'd probably give him an A+. Plus. Like, I mean, he's just been fantastic. He's Like you say, he's the quarterback of that defense. He pl- calls the plays out there. He's, he's in on every play. Like, you look around, you're like, oh, there's Warner, there's Warner, there's Warner, there's Warner. And you, I'm looking at it here, round 370th overall from Chicago. Was this part of the Mitch Trubisky trade? It's, oh, it might have been. I think it is, man. I think that that was a pretty crafty deal there. If they they moved down one spot and then got Fred Warner out of it later, like that's pretty amazing. Oh my gosh, is that part of the Trubisky there, there trade? There was a third round pick involved, a future first, a third round in that trade. I it was do a few, oh, then that. that was it. Yeah, future first. Wow. Or future third. I did not realize that was from. Why does nobody talk about that? Why does no one talk about that? That is amazing. Yeah. Trade down, uh, folks. Let me let me Don't look that up, up and make sure that's that's accurate. Do not trade up. Trade down. That's that's the trade down. Do. Yeah, you can trade up sometimes, like when it's for Jerry Rice. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that was if, a good move? Can you imagine if Bill Walsh didn't trade up and Jerry Rice would have played his career in a Dallas Cowboys uniform, which is what would have happened? Yeah, that would have been pretty sweet, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you you hesitated. You didn't even want to think about it. I know. I know. Uh, why like, would you? Oh, oh, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. Uh, what are your thoughts on Tarvarius Moore, the 49ers' second, third-round pick, number 95 overall that year? He was an athletic freak. They tried him at corner first. He's moved back to safety. He's now started a few games and found seems like he found his home at safety for the 49ers. I'm not sure if he's going to start 
this year now because you got Tart back and Jimmy Ward's obviously going to start. But do you have do you play Ward in the slot a little bit or like there's some versatility with some of these guys? But I'm feeling Moore's on the bench now, and if Moore's on the bench, you know you. What he's playing some special teams, so he's pretty good gunner, yeah. I think, on special teams. He has some value, but man, I think you, you probably expected more, right, from from Tarverius Moore at this point in his career. Yeah, of course. You're looking at third round picks. You're looking at guys that should contribute to your football team a lot. And you know, he's he hasn't missed any time. You know, I'm looking at it here. He's played in all 16 games, all three seasons. He's he's only made 13 starts, uh, eight last season. So he definitely was needed last year but it's just you know you don't see a lot of tackles you don't see a lot of pass breaks up breakups you don't see you know any interceptions so it's it's definitely i i would call it you got to probably give still give him a passing grade though because he he hasn't really had as much time to get on the field right i mean he hasn't been there as much to put up big numbers or anything but when he has been in there i feel like he's been okay so i i'd probably just go a c with more but but like a C, like a disappointing C, like where the teacher kind of pulls you aside and is like, you know, if you really put in some time you and did some studying, yourself, yeah. like, yeah, like you're, you you're better than this. I'll buy a C for Tarverius Moore. Part of it is maybe if he would have gotten a better chance and would have been playing safety like he played in college the whole time, maybe mm-hmm. his career would look a little bit better. He's kind of blocked by Jimmy Ward, and I don't think Ward or Moore really profile well as a strong safety, I guess, I guess either one could kind of play that, but now that Tart is back, he, he's blocked again, most likely, unless there are injuries, and, and there probably will be some injuries at some point. The other thing is that at the time of this draft, you didn't know, first of all, what position is he playing? They tried him at corner right. first, and then Jimmy Ward magically started being healthy. And so yeah. that, that's probably <laughs> something that was hard to expect was going to happen. So it, it, interesting career so far for Tarverius Moore. And he's still got some time. Not a huge disappointment because the pick was late. You're not expecting to get a superstar in a lot of cases, even though you did find one earlier on in round three. So not a huge disappointment, but it hasn't done anything to be like, okay, that was a great pick either. Yeah, yeah, you're totally right. Oh, and hey, just uh, update time here. When the 49ers traded with the Bears in the 2017 draft, the Bears gave up the number three number 67, and number 111 in the 2017 draft, and the number 70 pick in 2018, which turned out to be Fred Warner. That's 100% accurate. Wow. wow. That is highly wrong. Well done. Bravo. I mean, well, the other... Just I mean, re- yes, they picked Solomon Thomas with that third pick, yeah. but... They, so that's, that's, what, <laughs> that's what keeps it from being, like, you know, call the police because they got robbed. But still, right. just getting Fred Warner for the Mitch Trubisky pick is fantastic value. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't agree more with that. I mean, that's that's definitely – that was huge. That, that was that was exactly what you wanted. So let's take a look at what the other picks were. 67. I mean, I see Keller Witherspoon at 66 that year. Oh, so the 49ers traded the pick after that. They traded pick 67 to the New Orleans Saints, who drafted the running back Alvin Kamara. Oh, yeah. That's – Damn, that was an impressive that. trade. Like, so many people were involved in that. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so let's see. 111. Let's see what happened here with that. Oh, could you imagine Kamara in a Shanahan offense? That was the perfect player right there. Yeah, I can. And I, I'm going to lose sleep now thinking that it could have been a thing. <laughs> they traded away that 111 as well, so I don't know where that went. Oh, geez. This, yeah, this, so be, that was, you know. this is its own podcast. I didn't know this is going to have to be like this <laughs> journalistic documentary podcast of where these ding picks went. Okay. 
Right, right. We probably could have done a little more research beforehand here. You know? That's not what we but, do on Winky Wednesdays. Winky Wednesdays is not a research episode. I think the listeners know that by now. If they're here looking for research, yeah, they, they downloaded the wrong podcast. <laughs> uh, pick 128 in round four was defensive tackle, defensive end out of North Carolina State. He was a weight room freak, Kentavious Street. I hated this pick when they made it. I think you have to give him an F because he, first of all, had a torn ACL, and I don't yeah. think they got enough of a a, a bargain post ACL because I thought this is maybe where he should have gone if he didn't have a torn ACL, but he tore his ACL in workouts pre-draft. So his entire rookie season was gone and he hasn't really come back from that and provided much value for the 49ers defense. He's been on the field a little bit. I don't think he has any career sacks even. So he's just been a player that uh, I never got the trade. The 49ers definitely didn't need it. I mean, didn't get the pick. The 49ers definitely didn't need any more tweener defensive linemen either. It was like, can you get a real edge player, please? They did not find it in Kentavious Street. Yeah, I mean, he didn't play, you know, 2018, 2019 only saw action in three games last year, 15 games for for a whopping nine solo tackles in his career. So yeah, that that's a pretty easy F there for Street. And a little bit of a troubling philosophy of team building for the 49ers is they sort of have neglected some things and then feel forced to go spend a second round pick just for the right to sign an injured player like D Ford, right? And then that doesn't mm-hmm. turn out well because you're forced into this move where if you were just drafting and developing some true edge players, you would not have to do that. And then, you know, so you, and, and I think I feel the same almost with the quarterback situation when they missed on quarterbacks in 2017 or neglected them or whatever. Now you end up in 2021 where it's like, OK, well, we've got to trade all of this up to feel comfortable about getting our quarterback at the top of the draft. I think the 49ers front office is still dealing with some things team building wise from their early drafts where they missed on and they're overcompensating with overpaying to make up for some other issues on their team instead of just naturally building the thing. So uh, I think maybe some lessons learned here with some of these picks. And, man, uh, I'm glad the 49ers at this point have fewer and fewer tweeners. We're starting to see, okay, who are the true edge guys, who are the true defensive tackles, and less crossover between the two. So I'm happy about that. All right, let's finish up with the late-round picks grading the 2018 49ers draft. One reason to repair and maintain your car yourself is to save money rather than go into some super expensive repair shop because you didn't take care of the things you could do on your own. Why would you choose to spend, say, 30, 50, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? The guy's behind the counter on his computer. You can't see the screen. You don't know what's on that screen. They might have a very limited stock of items to select from. That is not the case at rockauto.com. An unbelievable selection of any parts you could imagine for your car or truck at rockauto.com. For example, a Delphi fuel pump assembly for a 2005 to 2010 Honda Odyssey. Yeah, they got it. It's about $150 cheaper at rockauto.com than a big chain store. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. One of the things is if we went through every team, most of these drafts would look pretty bad. Yeah, after you're, you're three right. years. Like it's really hit and miss in the NFL draft, which is why the trade down teams win more often than the trade up teams. Yeah, I and think you're right. That. Yeah, and then, then, you know, then you jump into round five, right? Again. I'm, st- I'm still blown away, though. I cannot believe people don't talk about 
the, Fred the Warner fact thing. that Fred Warner was part of the Trubisky trade. Probably because the Niners traded one of those picks for Alvin Kamara for the Saints, so that's probably why. So it's like, <laughs> oh, we, we can't praise them too much. All right, let's get through this. Round five, DJ Reed, who is now a Seattle Seahawk. So they kind of did well with this trade, but he's not playing for the 49ers, and he didn't do much while he was a 49er. Then they waived him, but now it seems like he's playing better for the Seahawks. I have no idea how to grade this one. Yeah, I mean, like his rookie season, he came out and he he contributed quite a bit. You know, 41 tackles out there. You know, like the guy was in a lot of plays. He played in 15 games. But then he came back in 2019, and yeah, he was there for 16 games, but he only had 13 tackles. Like, he just wasn't out there. The guy never made a pick. And then, yeah, he did what, you know, most defensive backs do for the 49ers is they end up with Seattle. Uh, And he made a couple picks last year. So you're right. He he definitely played a lot better uh, as a Seahawk. Year three, that's kind of when you start to come into your own. So, yeah, maybe they just gave up on him a little too soon. By the way, doesn't it feel like the 49ers are going to have to next year overpay for a corner? Yeah, I feel with like all these coming. small deals they've got going on right now. I feel yeah. like that's coming too, but that's a show for another day. Um, <laughs> the grade for DJ Reed. Yeah, it's another D, I think, for me. Like He showed some signs early on, but then, you know, like you said, he's not even with the team anymore. I'm going to give that one a better – I'm going to give that one a C-. minus. I feel like uh-huh. they got the evaluation right. Yeah. It just didn't play out right on the roster, and maybe they shouldn't have waived him. So he's I think a Bakersfield guy, too. Local, man. Yeah, local guy. I like the way he played, hard-nosed, could play some special teams, could play in the slot a little bit, but he was blocked. Uh, so I, I think there was – you know, roster politics hurt him more than the actual evaluation. Yeah. I think the evaluation was pretty good on that one, actually. So I'll give him a C minus. Okay, but yeah, again, two seasons. You know, he has yeah. fifty tackles. You know, it's like uh, I need a little bit more. Although it's a later pick, obviously. You know, you're not expecting a ton coming out of the fifth round, but yeah. Marcel Harris, round six, one eighty four overall. Uh, I think again, he was a player that was hurt and didn't play. Much at all as a rookie, right? Did he did he miss the entire year as a rookie? Yeah, I don't think he saw any yeah. time. And the 49ers, that was like post-Balky era where we're like, can you stop with the injured players, right? <laughs> can you stop with these guys? We, we've seen this before, and you're not getting the value you think you're getting with these injured players. Um, oh, he did play a little bit. Looks like he actually he started five games his rookie season. Did he start playing? Okay, I couldn't remember because I knew early on he wasn't going to be ready, and he missed his, it was, he missed his entire college season i think is what it was right there it is and then maybe he came back in the middle of the season or something uh anyway he was hurt for the draft process and then uh but yeah he's been a round six strong safety that's pretty solid kind of he he was off the roster then back on i think that was a fine pick there there was probably better players that were drafted at that point or later in the draft but uh, i don't think you can ding him too hard on this we're finding a backup strong safety in round six someone that uh, has not embarrassed himself completely when he had to start some games and you know play some special teams and things and and maybe even can carve out a role as sort of a dime linebacker right now. I think that we might see that look for this 49ers defense and Marcel Harris is going to be part of that. So I'll give him a C. Yes, yeah, I'll go a little bit higher. I'll go B minus on that. I mean, you're talking Ooh. about a guy who's he's contributed all three seasons. You know, he's he's averaged you know right around 35, 36 tackles every year. He's got some forced fumbles in there. You know, and and it's a name that as a 49er fan you've heard. Because he's been on the football field and he's been playing and he and he's contributed a little bit. Like it's not it's not great, you know. You, you it's a little bit better than passing because, you know, he he has contributed on special teams and he he plays you know quite a bit, especially coming out of a, a college career that was dinged up with injuries. He's you know he he played eight games his rookie season, thirteen his second season, then all sixteen last year. So 
you know, this is this is something where hopefully, you know, he can make the squad again this year, and, and you'll see a little bit more. Maybe he'll take just another step forward. All right, we, we've got to hurry through this so we have time to get to these seventh rounders. And it starts <laughs> with pick 223 overall, Julian Taylor, who was a big old donkey, big defensive end slash defensive tackle, another tweener type player, but played mostly inside for the 49ers out of Temple. Um, he was, you know, seventh round pick is much better than a fourth round pick on a guy with some injury concerns. And it turned out he continued to be injured in the NFL, which is not a huge surprise, but I liked the upside play of the Taylor pick. So I, I, I think there's a better grade for Taylor than for Kentavious Street, even though ultimately uh, their their time on the 49ers was eerily similar with kind of not really just being on the field much. Yeah, I just more I can't flashes go. for Taylor though too, right? Yeah, yeah. I just for me, it, it just it feels like a big fail. Six games rookie season, six games the year after that, didn't do a whole lot when he was in there. Averaged like one tackle a game, uh, and, he, and he didn't even play football last year. You know, so for me, yeah, it's a late round pick. You know, and the, most of those are flyers, but th- this will be my first F. I'm gonna go D. I'm gonna go D just yeah. because the uh, the, the evaluation the evaluation was better, and he impacted more than Street did. Right, and he was only a seventh round pick. So uh, I'll go D there, even though he's no longer on the roster. But how about this one? Can we give an A minus to Richie James, the seventh round pick out of Middle Tennessee State, who's stuck on the roster and actually had the biggest game of any 49er receiver last year, right? Nine catches, 183 yards, and a touchdown when he was featured for the first time in his career. Can we get the ball in Richie James' hands more? And he might see it this year. He might be the number three receiver on the roster now that Kendrick Bourne is gone. Really good. He's maybe the biggest winner of the draft with the Niners not drafting a wide receiver. Yeah, you want to hear a crazy stat, though, about Richie James? Like you said, he had that huge game. You know, he, 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 has, he was featured then. He, we've seen him, you know, on and off the field here for three seasons. He has one touchdown, and it was in a kick return in his rookie season. Like he, he's never caught a touchdown. He had a touchdown in that game last year. Why is it not showing it right here? I have here? no idea why it's not, but it should show that he had one touchdown in that game last year. Didn't he have a big one? Remember, he had that. Oh one? yeah, I, I was just looking at kick and punt returns. He's had one one a season. You silly goose. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you silly goose. Now bump up that grade. Now what is the grade? Now that you I'm know still, that, I still don't think you can go higher than a B though. I mean, it, but it's like a B plus with like a hey, you you're probably going to get a chance this year. Like you're probably going to get to you know be in the game. You're probably going to be that slot receiver. Show it, you know, get out there and, and contribute week in and week out. Let's see some consistency out of this guy. I, I like him. I, I think he's exciting. I think he's electric. We we've seen what he can do, you know, with his kick returns, and and we can see what he what he's done when when he's been featured. So I, I like it. I go B plus with it. Well, no, you know, then you then you start thinking about it. I mean, you're looking at a seventh round pick. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a minus. A late it's seventh a- round pick. Yeah. I'm gonna go a minus here. And uh, his, you know, he hasn't been a dynamic special teams player, but that's sort of what I've been disappointed about because his special teams talent isn't his best ability. I, I want to see him as the main slot guy. I think that's yeah. where he could really shine. And the 49ers haven't really used him like I think would be best that he's used, even though he's shown some flashes and made some big plays here and there. Because I think he's got toughness, even though he's not the biggest guy to go over the middle, and he's got the athletic ability. I think if he was a featured slot guy, he would go off for the 49ers. I mean, he, I, I, I have fun with it. I don't, I don't, I, for those listeners out there, I know Richie James isn't an amazing player, but I, and I like to, you know, I like to have fun with it and be and pretend he's some awesome player. But I like I, when I, people razz you about it. Yeah, <laughs> people when they think I'm serious is when I know I've yeah. really done something correct in my life. Um, but 
he's just I, I, he's solid and I, you know he might yeah. be off the roster he might not make the team out of camp he might be the number three guy who knows but I think there's some talent there and I think for a seventh round pick he's been uh, a pick nice 240 player. and he was much better earlier in his career as a return guy and I think maybe something got in his head around the Super Bowl time he hasn't been as good since then right I, I, I kick returning yeah 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 you're right if he wasn't maybe he was a little too cautious after that maybe a little too uh you know a little too scared to make a big mistake I all right, see that. we got to go. We're out of time. I'm glad you agreed with me. I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to cut this off before you change your mind and, and say that's not a. <laughs> you finally got me to change my grade, <laughs> and it was Richie James. We didn't get to any questions today. Apologies to the listeners out there, but I do have some questions that I will attack tomorrow after we find out what the schedule looks like. Um, overall, 2018 draft. How would you grade this one for the 49ers? Or uh, C minus, and only because of Richie James and Fred Warner. Richie James and Fred Warner. I, I the think, only reason we pass. Yeah, I, I think I'll just I'll give it a C. You got a mm-hmm. starting offensive tackle, and you got an All-Pro linebacker, and a couple of con- contributions elsewhere. Um, I think it would probably look middle of the road as far as drafts go, but the All-Pro Fred makes it feel better, so it can't crush it too much because you. Got you also this gave guy. up a pick that was Alvin Kamara, though. Uh, well, that was the year before. That was 2017, wasn't it? That was, was part it? of the Trubisky trade. That was the oh, Trubisky okay, you're trade. Right. Yeah, 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 you're right. Okay. I, I just want to hold that against them forever now. <laughs> that they traded that I'm going to say it again when we talk about the 2019 draft. Oh, good stuff. Trades are crazy, <laughs> man. It's pretty insane. Speaking of trades, so the Miami Dolphins traded away Laramie Tunsil, then used one of those picks and traded back with the Niners. Like that pick could never, that trade could never die. They could continue trading that first rounder and Forever. and gaining picks and like build a whole roster out of it it's pretty insane i, to follow I hope that they trade. do that trade's even more convoluted so uh and I don't there, have... there could be a whole documentary just on that one draft pick. oh absolutely yeah that'd be fun there will be documentaries about this draft trade for the 49er i don't know what the tenor of the doc is going to be and it's hopefully be it's that fred warner is the greatest line, middle no, linebacker I, mean, I, was talking, I was talking about the niners trade up for for trade lands Oh, we're talking, talking recently yeah, now. We're back, to, this, we're back to present. Yeah, sorry, we're back to present. There we're we go. Well, then it's Trey Lance is the best quarterback of all time. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. They they thought they overpaid at the time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's the way it has to you go. silly goose. That's the way it has to go. <laughs> and hopefully he does. He's a talented Agreed, dude. Buddy. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. All right. Fun season. Fun off season to come. We'll look at some other drafts. We'll talk about God knows what on Wednesdays with Nick. Be back tomorrow talking schedule, getting into the film room with some of these 49ers draft picks as well. Digging into Ambry Thomas, the cornerback. I think that's the most interesting evaluation to uh, to get into here with the 49ers corner who might be needed quite a bit in his rookie season. We'll talk about all those things coming up on future episodes of Locked on 49ers. We do ask that you dump your trash on the way out.